Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 36 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. Another fabulous guest this week and uh, we're going to say hello to Kevin O'Brien who would be better known to many Greyhound people all over the country as the Clona Man. So many great uh, Greyhounds there in recent times and uh, hello to you Kevin. Hi Barry. It's been a it's been a while since uh, we spoke, and it goes back in uh, 2016. Obviously, you've been keeping well. We are, yeah. Things are moving okay, uh, considering the circumstances. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, just tell our listeners um, of the podcast maybe a bit of background about yourself, uh, Kevin, and and where the love and, and passion came for for ground racing. Well, we we my father was born and bred in Clonakilty, and they used to breed greyhounds and when my father moved in the 50s back to the UK his brothers used to send them um, back to uh, London where they used to race them around the White City and so on and all the other tracks. I used to often go around with my father to the tracks and I obviously obviously got the the buzz in the blood like all of us and um, that's how we came back into greyhound racing when I came back to Ireland. Very good, and you touched on the the likes of White City and maybe other various um, tracks in the UK. Just tell us about that experience when you were heading along um, to those tracks back in the day. Well, it's, we used to get in, which is quite funny, an old Bedford CA van, which we still have today, a 1965 van where he used to jump us into the back, and off we'd go. We'd have the dogs in the back of the van. We had a dog called not Ray Chief. He won 22 races at the White City. He was a dog that was bred in West Cork. And another dog called, a uh, bitch called Inchidoni Fly. And, um, yeah, we had great success. But in those days, everyone had a greyhound. Um, I mean, you couldn't walk the streets in London without everyone having a dog. So any event we went to, be it Oxford, like I say, any of the London tracks, all from Stowe, it was really like Derby night every night on a Friday and a Saturday, um, but the White City was the you know was the king of the tracks really. Yeah, and uh, betting and everything was was massive back then as well. Oh yeah, uh, everything in the prize money and winnings in in races you know it was four or five days a week running on most tracks in those days. So you know yeah, it's, it's changed a bit, but. It's, uh, like I said, the, the same buzz is there and the same love, love of the sport is still there and um, we wouldn't have it any other way. Very good. And uh, just tell us so um, about your... You, you returned back um, to Clannacilty. I did. Um, I, I keep some of the dogs back here myself. Um, I have two trainers, one Graham Holland uh, and one is Tom O'Neill at the moment. Um I keep some of the dogs back here. They go backwards and forwards to Graham and go back to Tom uh, when they're ready for racing. They might come down to me for respites in between. And um, we've had some good success, really. Um, as you know, with Clona Blaze. Yeah, take take us back to that because I think actually that's when I caught up with you last. It was after the the derby when finishing third to Bally and Sim. But um, Clona Blaze yeah. was a remarkable greyhound. Yeah, well, um, he went to, um, we we, we uh, obviously had him, uh, he went to the Derby final. I really 
thought he might may win that final that night. Um, but he went on to win the Easter Cup. He went on to um, the Laurels final. He came second in the Champion Stake. He was in the Juvenile final as a puppy. You know, he was a super dog. He still holds the track record in Shelbourne Park, one of the splits at the moment, 322 split. He went through the Easter Cup unbeaten. In the Derby in 2018, he won four of the six heats and third in the semis and third in the in the final. Um, we now have him at stud. Um, he's up with Richard Cuddy up in Kildare, um, where we've had about, I think at this stage, about 12 to 14 bitches for him. So he's going well, um, but he was all about the early. Um, he was a smashing, uh, you know, even when we retired him this year, he went as far as the quarterfinals, even at his, you know, he was nearly four and a half. And I was going to take him back to the laurels, give him one sing-song at the end. But we decided that, you know, the dog's been a great servant. He's, we've had great success with him and he deserved, um, you know, to retire. So we retired him. So that's where we are with Clone the Blazer. Yeah, t- just take us back maybe to that Derby final night um, in 2018. Um, you know, the build-up and everything. It must have well, been massive. I'll, yeah, I'll never forget it. It was basically I travelled backwards and forwards to the UK to work. So I had it in my mind. I, I was sitting at home in Clonakilty with my father and my wife and we were sitting there we watched every round and without them knowing I booked I cancelled my tickets back to England to go to work I was that sure he would make the final of the derby well I didn't tell my father or my mother or anyone at work so obviously Saturday night came he just scraped in coming third um, I was absolutely delighted um, uh, we then went to the derby dinner which was I think on the following Tuesday um, the buzz still hasn't gone from me now, and it was in 2018, you know. I don't think I appreciated it at the time, but to get to a Derby final, never mind win it or be in it or get placed in it, actually to get to the final is an achievement, you know, a lifetime an achievement, which at the time, I, you know, I don't think I, I took it in. But now that I look back, um, to have a super dog like him, you know, you're very lucky. So, um, you know, so even with the Easter Cup, I took my son up from Clonakilty in the back of the van. I put him on my shoulders. We couldn't see the final. I was standing next to Jim McDonald, um, sorry, Jim Murphy and Kay, who had um, uh, Tom Brian Prince. And Jim gave me the commentary. And of course, his dog nearly caught us on the line. And John, Jim made me suffer for about three minutes before he told me that Clona Blaze had actually won because I, I couldn't get to see the race because my son was on my shoulders and there was a packed crowd. So all those type of um, memories, um, you'll never forget. Yeah. And, uh, that, you that, can't beat them. That's exactly sure. And, and tell us, what did your dad um, think of you know the, your success and getting to a derby final, especially uh, when... Um, my father was ecstatic. He travelled over from London with 22 of them and my dad was all about the dogs and football uh, as a young boy and he only uh, you know he he never had a dog that went to any type of sort of major classic and it was great to see him and see the buzz about him 
Um, I don't think he sort of can believe it. Even now, he's at 90 years of age. He would phone me every week, ask me how the dogs are doing, and, you know, and I obviously explained to him the last one, Kona Sky, who won the Cork Oaks. You know, he'd follow every race. Brilliant. And I actually took him up last year to the Laurels final where he, pre well, I made him present a the trophy for the 750. We sponsored the, uh, one of the races there and I got it, got him without him knowing to actually present the trophy to the winning people, um, which was a surprise to him because he was sitting in the restaurant and his legs are getting a bit shaky now, but it took him about 10 minutes to walk down, but he wouldn't have it any other way. He walked from upstairs all the way down to the stadium ground to present the trophy to the winners ah brilliant stuff and just yeah. just in terms of Clona Blaze um, you know a, a special a special night when he won that uh, famous Easter Cup oh it's um, it was funny my wife was meant to come with me and the kids and then one of the kids got sick and she had to stay so myself and Kevin young Kevin Jr he was only four at the time travelled up in the van we got to Shelburne Park and it was it was great you know, I, w I wouldn't swap it for anything. The, you know, it was great for him. And now he's out. He's, I suppose he's seven, eight now. He's out now with the dogs in each evening, out feeding them, cleaning them, and you know, spending time with them. He, he actually, um, he's got the buzz as well. Ah, that, that, that's fantastic. And of course, look, you touched on it there, having dogs at home. So it's obviously something you love, and and you love um, having hands on as well. Oh, cool. I mean, no, we we never sort of had them at home, but when we retire them now, we bring them home. And, you know, you, you I can't explain it unless you've actually had a greyhound. Um, they are such a, a beautiful, kind, uh, loving-natured animal. Uh, my wife, that would always be a bit dubious of any sort of dog. She's actually fallen mad about the actual dogs we have around the house um, as as pets now. So, yeah, so they're all, all part of the family. Ah, fair play to you. Lovely stuff. And, and talk to us about that recent success winning the SIS um, Cork Oaks at, at Curraheen Park, Clona Sky overcoming what we all thought was a difficult draw in trap number six. But I would imagine you got great satisfaction out of, of that I, win on home I, turf. I, Barry, I had no fear about the draw. I knew if she was on form, she could run. She, I think she won there previously from five. And I knew the trap wouldn't bother me. What I was more concerned about is that she wasn't firing from all cylinders. And she was a bit off form. She'd run, I think she came second in the first round, second in, in the second round and won the final. And it was touch and go if she'd make the final because she was a bit off form. But she came right. And I thought, if she gets to the final, doesn't matter what trap she's wearing, if she runs to her ability she have a great chance of winning it and uh, she came out that night and she she ran well she held just on um, at the at the line uh, but it was a great achievement um, I wasn't surprised that she won um, I expected her if she run 78% of how she could I expected her to have a good go at it and of course we only been in the f final two years ago with Clona Dream and again, I thought she'd be a hot favourite for it, but she got she didn't run the bend well, and she didn't finish well. But um, so that was our second go at it, and lucky enough, we uh, we got the result that night, which w was great. 
Yeah, well deserved. And and what can we say about um, the the Graham Holland um, kennel and the Graham Holland family? They're just wonderful people with greyhounds. Oh, you know they're super. They, um, you know they, they, you know they, nothing is too much for them. They help you out. Um, they're on the phone every day. Um, we have our banter, myself and Graham and Nikki. Um, but no, you can't, you know, you couldn't want for, and as well as Tom O'Neill, Tom O'Neill's the other trainer. Tom's great as well. Tom will be on the phone to me regularly, giving me regular updates wherever, wherever a bit of banter on, you know, uh, where we think the dog will run, where we, you know, and so on and so on. But no, it's all good. Yeah, and and talk to me about this um, clone of Bolt because obviously he had qualified around my local track, y'all, and we're always uh, following their progress um, closely. But he has produced them um, some stunning performances. I think they they run over the six hundred yard um, on terrible conditions in Shelburne Park. Really um, put them on that uh, big stage and uh, just tell us uh, how you came across, how you came about the ground and uh, what have you thought of his progress so far. Well, when we got him, he was a um, big, bit obviously big dog, 81, 82 pound dog. I trialed him round Cork and I bought him on a trial. And I knew he, he lacked a slight bit of early, but I knew he'd be good over the longer distance. So we, myself and Tom, we qualified him he, and he qualified as an ON1. Now, our plans were to take him to Claude Mel for the unraced, but they changed the grading. To 0203, so we thought, oh God, what have we got? So we left with Tralee, which we knew wouldn't suit him uh, because you need a railer and it's a, it's plenty early, as same as the Kirby. And we were sort of stuck behind the Kirby as well. And myself and Tom were thinking, do we take him to the Kirby? Do we put him in the 600 in Shelburne? And even though we knew. Limerick might not suit him, the track. We thought to throw him in the deep end with race dogs, and he's only had four or five races, might send him back a bit. So we thought, look, let him run around the Kirby and then we'll sit back and we'll see where he's going. But he's, um, no, I'm very lucky with him. He, he, I think he's going to be a super dog over, you know, 550, uh, 550 600 dog. Um, my plans were going to be seeing how he comes on. We might even take him to the UK for the derby. Uh, but like you say, you know, as long as he stays sound and fit, that's the main thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, certainly exciting times ahead, so Kevin. Hopefully, yeah. We've got, you know, two or three other pups on the ground um, with Graham. Um, one of them looks very promising. I won't say his name yet because I might... Uh, <laughs> I'd like put bad luck on him. Yeah, uh, you know he looks. He looks. He's doing everything right, and he looks. A, looks a, a good dog. But you know, we'll see how they come on. But the next trip for Cloner Sky will be um, will be the Limerick Oaks. Oh, brilliant! Ticket to the Limerick Oaks. Nice one. And um, there was an email came into my phone today, Kevin, about um, a big competition that's coming up at our local track here in, in Cork, Curraheen Park. What a fantastic facility that is. And you have kindly sponsored the uh, €17,500 Clona Blaze at Stud Open 525. So we really have to thank you um, for that. I know a sponsor was needed and um, you, you've come in to sponsor that great event. Well, look, it's like this. What we get out of the greyhound racing, you know, we, we want to put something back. 
and you know we uh, I absolutely love the sport and you know I, it's not only the sport it's the whole the people it's the the whole setup you know it's a great thing to be in and I thought you know what now I sponsored that so everyone knows before I won the Oaks <laughs> so oh, I wasn't yeah. relying on the prize money for the Oaks I yes. sponsored that before the Oaks ah, fair play. Up. I said look not a problem um it's you know I sponsored a race last year and like to say if I can help in any way I can and the returns we get from it not financially but from the family from the pleasure of the dogs and everything you know I've, I've uh, uh, while I can I'll continue to do that a uh, fair play to you and and the event itself is always a fabulous event and one of the main events at Curraheen Park for over the calendar year yes uh, it'd be great look everything at the moment in all aspects of life at the moment is difficult and I think you know we all stick together and put put in what we're getting out from it it will all be fine you know everything will move on from there yeah of course it'll get underway in a, in a couple of weeks time Kevin and uh, we might catch up with you during the, the course of the event and maybe put you under pressure to see who you think is going to win it I'm sure Graham will have a strong hand in it I'm sure he will but he won't tell me anyway <laughs> oh, brilliant and, and as I said look uh, fair, fair play to you again that's absolutely fantastic and uh, we're very much looking forward to it finally before we finish up in, in terms of um, this podcast look obviously you've got um, a lot of talented greyhounds you touched on you know young pups coming uh, coming through so you have um, you know great plans going forward and I'm sure you're looking for the next big star all the time oh, of course yeah we're always on the out to look out for you know talented pups um it's something we do and of course you know if people uh it'd be good for me to advertise at the moment that Kona Blaze obviously uh, you know uh if anyone wants for mating services he's there contact Richard Cuddy um but look we're we're on the lookout all the time for any sort of good pup absolutely uh, fantastic and um, hopefully Clona Blaze um, as I said a remarkable greyhound he'll get more uh, bitches in the in the coming weeks and, and coming months um, certainly um, deserving of that and uh, it was fantastic catching up with you again Kevin as I said I will be uh, dialing your number um, during that big event you're sponsoring um, in the coming weeks so we'll catch up again um, then no and, and once again thanks very much for sponsoring the event, the event and we're wishing you continued success um, going forward in the world of greyhound racing. Okay, thank you, Barry. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.